passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello. All right, I think I got everybody. Hello. Welcome to the after show. Bubba's not here. He had some shit he had to deal with. He'll be back tomorrow morning. No problem. We got the after show covered. Only actually exactly when we we said we were going to be on. Between 10.15 and 10.20. Mm -hmm. Yeah, donkey teeth. Got you at a cool 10.17. Yeah, donkey teeth, motherfucker. Just kidding. We are about a week and two days out from my DJ debut. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm terrified. I'm going to fuck it up. Uh Uh-oh. But um, it's going to be a good show. Either way, it's going to be great because if I nail it, it'll be awesome. And if I don't, it will be hilarious. So either way, (laughs) it's going to be good. Compelling. Yes, it's going to be compelling content, compelling radio. On the Twitch stream, which is going to be March 24th. It's next Friday. So uh, get your pockets ready for that to throw down some serious cash. Because, you know, unfortunately, we were unable to to do the Bubba 199 last month. Because mm-hmm. we ran into a few issues. And that's all we're going to say about that. 81390Bubba, if you would like to uh, contribute to the conversation. We might take some calls. We might not. We got a lot of things to kind of fill in, to backfill. A lot of things going on in our personal lives and around the world. But most importantly, um, I don't, I, I really truly, I know everyone wanted me to think that I was pregnant earlier today, but uh, I really, I don't, I don't think that I am. I've heard from a lot of women that they like, they know, even mm-hmm. if they've never been pregnant before, that they just feel different. And I mean, yesterday I was just kind of gassy, like I and I just felt like shit. I had a little bit of a headache and I feel like that all the time. So nothing unusual there. And if there was a baby in there, it's dead now because Saturday I (laughs) fucking killed that baby badly. Um, That poor fucking baby is 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 dead. So I don't think that that's an issue. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm kind of bummed about this. And let me know, um, 81390Bubba, if you're planning on going to this locally. Uh, Reggae Rise Up 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Reggae rise Woo! up. Yeah, I saw an ad yesterday that said the sun's out. Shiny, come and, come and check us out. Yeah. Yeah. I, but you going? No. no. Oh. And I don't think I am either. And here's the thing, Lummy. I don't even like reggae music that much. But do you know what I do like? Uh, drugs. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know where the, the ding, ding, ding is, but yeah, you're correct. But what I love more than drugs is probably uh, free stuff. Oh. Yeah. So I I like doing local stuff. Here's the thing. Like, I'm always thinking, what can I get for free? Because I, I like the chase. I like the hunt. The hunt of the free is, is my favorite game. I, I reach out to people to to go to events I don't even want to go to. Like, I just want to see if I can get free tickets. It's the uh, it's the challenge that I enjoy. So Reggae Rise Up is kind of like a big local thing if you're in, uh, in Tampa, St. Pete area. It's a four-day festival, and um, I thought it'd be good content. You know, I go fucking maybe smoke yeah. a little weed, get some footage, and enjoy a free concert with my friends or friend or whatever, whoever. I mean, I was going to go originally. Yeah, and then we weren't sure if you were or not. Well, is it a yoga thing? What? I'm, I'm, I'm on their side. Even I heard Rhett say, what? Yeah, Rhett, say he's, Rhett said he's going. Festival Yoga Flow on Reggae Rise Up Florida. I, I think that's like a, a morning deal. Like they do like yoga on the morning, pier. they're going to do yoga or something. And oh, then, no, I mean, it says every day. Maybe it's every day, but it's certainly not part of the the. the Music festival, not part of the reggae rise up, and maybe maybe they do it on site. I could fucking imagine some people doing some yoga, oh, yeah. some white people with dreadlocks doing yoga. That doesn't seem out of question, but that's really not the the main draw. I think like oh. Revolution and Wiz Khalifa is going to be there, and it's a full four day festival. And I really, I really hustled hard for these tickets because I wanted to get free tickets, and I was bothering this guy for fucking weeks, and he finally gave me two free tickets. So I was going to uh, bring a friend. And then I look at the forecast, and it's fucking thunderstorms and raining. Yeah, it's gonna be shitty. They moved the uh, dying <sighs> of the river to actual on St. Patty's Day. Really? Yeah, they moved it to Friday, which when I don't was understand. It supposed to be? River? Saturday. Oh, okay. The Hillsborough River, right? Well, they, yeah. They did the test last week, but I don't understand why they wouldn't do it on St. Patty's Day. Because the, the actual River Fest is on Saturday or whatever it is. The 18th? You can't be celebrating shit afterwards. No shit. I know. You gotta always do it before. Sense. Yeah, like when you celebrate your birthday after it's already happened, it's the worst. But they did they did St. Patty. I think they did a St. Patty's Day parade last Saturday. That's what I thought. Yeah, huh. they did. Because my buddy Lou went. Oh, that would explain all the beads. Yeah. Yes, but yes. then, so then they're going to do the River Fest and all that stuff the day after St. Patty's Day. I don't, know. I don't know. This is this is Jane Caster's world. We just have to live in it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, Lummy. It sure is. You voted for it, Lummy. Oh, I did not. Yeah. I wrote in Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, just to because she's a piece of shit. But anyways, so regular rise up. I don't think is going to happen for me. I'm certainly not going to try to f- like force feed myself some. Some reggae when it's raining and it's thunderstorming and nobody can go on Sunday. So it just it may be a wash and I'm just going to have to get over that, which I was really looking forward to it. Not even because I really like reggae music that much. I, I Red, don't. Red has a question about it. What about? What, what, Red? What's going on? You got to turn his mic on, though. I put Slate on. Oh. Are those tickets for a certain day? Uh, No. No, they're like general admission for. I think so, yeah. Okay, because I only wanted to try and go Thursday, Friday. I don't know if you still had plans to go or not, or if you were just going to let those tickets go to waste, but I hadn't gotten mine yet. 
Oh, but you reached you out were, to I was someone? Ask you no. You were bugging for tickets because the person I bugged for tickets, I I think, is big time in me. Mm. Oh, well, that's not good. Uh, yeah, you really got to let Mike go, dude. I mean, he's not going to give you free tickets. So um, let me let me look into that, because if not, if I end up not going, like, I'll certainly give them to you. I don't know if it's like I have to sign in and it's my name. And then once it's yeah, my at, name, it's, at, your tickets are at will call, right? I think so. Yeah. I, I I will double check. I don't think I was sent like a like a PDF ticket or something just like here. Here's a ticket. But um, I'll double check on that right for sure. All right, and I'll let, and I'll let you know. Most definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's a situation we're dealing with. I also wanted to bring in, and I already greenlit this this situation, so I'm allowed to talk about it, but I do have to be vague. Blitz kind of already knows about oh, yeah. it. Um, it's a fucking weird situation. I've dealt with a lot of friends and their relationship issues and tried to help them through things as they've helped me through things. But I have a friend who I don't even there. He's getting this person is getting married tomorrow and they just started a romantic relationship with this other person three weeks ago. Um, And Hmm. he's deciding to get married. And it seems like it might be one of these uh, citizenship deal things. You know Mm. what I mean? So I'll just say I have a friend from a country that's not the United States, and um, I'll just say it's a male because that uh, whatever it's fine we can keep it somewhat vague. But he was uh, he was in the states living with a living with a friend who was a girl who he's known for fifteen years, say okay, and they've been friends, and he was just here trying to you know figure shit out. He's you know, around my age and is just trying to sort his, his life out. So um, he moved to the States for however long his visa would allow. And um, he was asking me about, you know, what he thinks I should do in regards to maybe pursuing this girl who's a friend who he's known for 15 years and really trying to take it to the next level. Romantically. And romantically. So they weren't before, though. Apparently, they hooked up once in like 2018 on a a drunken night, which I was unaware of. I didn't know about that. I know both of them. I'm friendly with him. I met the girl through him, but we, he, you know, everyone was all just friends and whatever. So I meet this girl, and it seems like she just got out of a bad, 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 bad relationship sort of deal with a drunkard who's threatening stuff and showing Mm. up at, um, you know, unannounced hours and things like that. And so she had told him, like, I'm not looking for anything. And I don't know if she even said that, like, to him as if he was going to try or if she was just kind of making a blanket statement Mm -hmm. to, I'm not dating. But she encouraged him to date. And, you know, it seemed like she just, she maybe just bought a house somewhere and, and wanted the company. And it seems like she has trouble being alone. And I don't mean alone necessarily in the romantic sense, but much like, you know, Blitz... Uh, sat next to Bubba and and helped uh, Bubba go to sleep while they watched Cheaters together. Mm-hmm. I feel like this girl's kind of has a similar deal where yeah, she just some doesn't... people wants people want other people there. Yeah, just like some companionship. So uh, my friend comes from uh, another country and they're living together in this big house somewhere in America, and he tells me that you know they have I don't want to call it a situationship, but it's one of those things where. 
they're not romantic, but they cuddle and they have like, you know, things that you don't really do with, quote, a friend. And so I told him, I said, listen, like I have male friends. I don't cuddle with them. And even when I was single, I wouldn't cuddle with them because that's not really what friends do. Mm hmm. So he's like, yeah, he's like, but I'm scared to kind of say something or do something because then if I fuck it up, then this 15 year friendship is down the tubes. So I was like, well, unfortunately, this is where you have to communicate. You have to start talking about shit like adults and just find out what's going on. Because what hung in the balance wasn't just a friendship, but it's his future. You know, he kind of he wants to move to the States and all this sort of stuff. So I was like, you have to communicate, you have to you have to say what's on your mind. So um, a few days after we have this conversation, he he tells me like, hey, we're going to try to have a relationship, a romantic relationship. And he said it was really interesting and cool and fun because he already knows this person so well. But then it's all this new territory of the romantic aspect of things. So that was like, he was like, this is, you know, kind of exciting and da, da, da. Well, yesterday I reached out to him because I thought he got deported back to wherever he is from. Oh, nice. Motherfucker tells me, he's like, nope, I'm still here and I'm getting married on Thursday. And I went, what (laughs) the hell? So, um, called him yesterday just to get the details and I'm like, what the fuck? So he's, he's trying to make it work and they need to get kind of married right away to suss it out uh with all the paperwork so he doesn't you know he's not here illegally or anything and Mm. once he gets married on thursday he's going to be stuck here for at least a year he's not allowed to leave so now you started out saying it's a marriage of like convenience well yeah but like uh legal status yes yeah but like now they're romantic right right so that kind of yeah, it was very strange because when he arrived in the States, that offer was on the table, but it was just strictly paperwork. Now, the, this, the marriage offer. The marriage offer. Is this female attractive? She's all right. Is he attractive? Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. Do do Does one of them weigh over like 200, 300 pounds? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Yeah, we're we're not. Let's not ask any. I was gotcha. yeah, need yeah. to make this as as vague we're not and anonymous Brad as possible. Pitt and Angelina Jolie, though. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't not. listen. I'm not. I'm not saying what anybody looks like. But they're but, like of similar age. Yes, of similar age, and they've known each other for so long, and uh, it just seemed so bizarre. And this person, you know, the guy that I know is a, he's a pretty measured person. He okay. doesn't really do things. Um, out of the ordinary, and I think that this is kind of like, for the last several years, I feel like, and I even said this to him, I, f- I said, you know, I feel like you've lived a pretty stale life over the past five years, and now you're doing something fucking crazy. So I think that that is kind of giving him life to... It's like lashing out. Yeah, lashing out, but, but I think not... it's like he needed this sense of adventure. I know that sounds fucking okay. weird, but maybe, maybe that's what some people need. So it's kind of like a, a weird situation where... And and they've convinced both their parents that this is a love marriage. So the huh. parents are flying in from wherever they're from. And the girl's parents, she's American. The the mom's here now. And they're making it. Not only they're going to the courthouse, but they're doing like a little beach wedding. Oh, so they were having like an actual wedding. Yeah. And apparently this beach wedding was organized uh, before the bride knew about it. Because she's like, I don't want anything. I just want a straight paperwork, straight straight court documents, clean, cut, dry. 
And her mom found out about it and said, not on my watch. We're doing a fucking wedding in the, with our feet in the sand. So then she had convinced my friend to to buy some tickets for his parents to fly in. So it's going to, it's a like, now it's a thing. Hmm. So it's just, it's very bizarre that um, they'll be married. And they just started, quote, dating between two and three weeks. Very interesting. Very crazy stuff. 81390Bubba. Um yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't believe in marriage at all. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I don't want to say it's, I think it's fucking stupid because I understand. Here's the thing. It's fucking stupid for me. Yeah. Because number one, I have no faith in the government. And number two, I don't believe in God and I'm not a religious person. So then you ask, well, what is, what's the point of marriage? You know, at least that's how, how I feel. But I understand for like tax purposes. I was say, unfortunately, like you save money. Yeah, you do. You do. Absolutely. But I, I just I don't like the idea of it. Probably didn't help that my parents got divorced. And I, I think that kind of changed a few things about how I how I view the institution of marriage. And you look at the statistics and all that sort of stuff. I get why people get married. It's just I don't think that is something I need to feel fulfilled. I think for most people, the big wedding is the waste, I think. Yeah. It's not the marriage. It's the actual wedding. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That, yeah. That, that is a big waste. Right. Yeah, you had a small wedding. I, With yeah. uh, Sweet Lips Lou. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was it. Yeah. yeah. As cheap as you could possibly go. That's, I mean, that's free. the best way to do it. Right. It, free outside. It was weird because you like, you didn't elope, but I mean, you eloped to Rick's on the river. I don't know how you would, you kind of did a J.D. Aqua, but not really. Yeah. I mean, we're, we had a plan. I mean, we had a, we, we were plan we were thinking about a wedding and then we said that's a waste of money. Yeah. And it was during COVID. Right. Yeah, so we said, let's just go down to the courthouse, get our paperwork. And then when, when we found out when they could do the, uh, ceremony, whatever, mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. what is it, the legal processing and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and then you the just did. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the marriage met, license. Cause once again, it was COVID and, mm-hmm. but Rex on the river was wide open. Mm. So we said, well, if we do this, well, we can just invite some friends up after and have some drinks, and, uh, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. How far in advance did you plan your your wedding or the, getting married? Was oh, it we, kind of a, a... No, we talked for like six months about it. Okay. Well, because we talked about actually having like a ceremony. Right. And doing stuff, but then we just decided it just, it's a waste of money. And then when did the, who suggested Rick's on the River? Uh, well, it was kind I know of that's a, where you guys met, so there's some significance there. Yeah, that yeah, that was that was one of. Them. I mean, it was also kind of like almost like a halfway between meeting with the the Sweet Lips Lou and his wife, and since it was where we met, and like I said, it was open. They mm-hmm. they weren't closed. They weren't having 15 feet rule or whatever it was, and and all that kind of stuff. So we said, well, let's just do it there. Did you yeah. talk to anyone from management, or did you just go? No, and... we just went and did it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the 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 management there doesn't give too crap. Uh, right, it. they're well, trying to you didn't, go party. You know, you didn't have like 40, 50 people showing up, so it wasn't like they were they were they weren't put out. Yeah, I think I think after they said and done, I think we had like fifteen, yeah. sixteen okay. friends show up. Is it weird that like I don't want I wouldn't want a huge wedding or anything, obviously, but like a part of me kind of wants to have a party a yeah. little bit. Like I kind of want the celebration, but not in a sense where it's you know we have to pick food and this. It's like let's just all get mm-hmm. fucked up. I'll and fuck I'll DJ it. I don't care. Well, like that'd be fun. Yeah, that's what we did pretty much. I mean, both of us were married before. Both of us had a big wedding before, and this one was. Did I know that? I know you were married. I didn't know she was. But yeah. go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, no, I mean, so pretty much we were like, well, yeah. 
now we're here and we can, everyone could just get fucked up. And okay. if they want to buy shots, we want to buy them shots. It's on our tab, their tab, whatever. And okay. We're not, you know, spending ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a wedding. Makes sense. And then you feel like you're obligated to entertain. Right. Now it's like, oh well, you guys are probably gonna come here anyways. Yeah. So let's have let's have a party. Yeah. I was talking about that. I don't know if it was with, with Blitz or someone else, but it just seems like the wedding, the actual wedding is I mean, I understand that people are like, oh, it's the greatest day ever, but you're so worried about entertaining and speaking to everybody and making sure you talk to grandma and auntie and your friend and this person and that person. It's like the time just slips away Mm -hmm. and you don't even really get to enjoy it for yourself because you're so worried about making sure if everybody else is having a decent time sort of a deal, which is why I love the, the bridesmaid angle because... You get dressed, get dressed up. The attention is on you just a little bit. I don't have to socialize with anybody I don't want to, and I I feel like I get a little bit of that that fun, like the bride rub, a little bit. So that's that's the best. Now, let me obviously like before you had a kid and met Ashley. Would you ever marry someone so they could get citizenship? No, probably not. I mean, it's. I mean, I guess you could say it depends mm. because on what they offered you. Well, yeah, that and like you know how close we were as a friend yeah. but most likely probably not i mean yeah. would you if someone came to you i it would no. it would take a lot that's what i'm saying like and that probably the, the, the Polish girl not. i dated like that the issue kind of came up not really but like it was you know talked about um she was here legally anyway and you know but so like they weren't going to deport her or anything but mm-hmm. like uh, I, I wouldn't have done that. Well, here's the thing: if it's actually yeah. like you you love the person, but you're you're kind of shotgunning it, or you're just kind of accelerating it, right? Fine. But if you're truly just doing it as like a favor to a friend, then no. Because what if you start dating somebody else, and then you're like, "Well, I'm married," but it doesn't mean anything. It's like it makes mm-hmm. things so complicated. Yeah, and trying to explain it to the person, right? And and here's the thing: a lot of times when you hear about cut and dry situations, about like like the situation I just told you about my friend, you're like, "That seems preposterous. That seems insane." Until you kind of like lived it, because I'm sure mm-hmm. we've all had situations where you're like, "Well, I wasn't romantic with this person," but like. We did weird shit. It doesn't seem normal for like a guy and a girl to do together. Like I, I can I can say like when I traveled in when I was in Thailand for it was only six weeks because it was six weeks with my girlfriends and six mm-hmm. weeks with my my friend from university where like weird stuff happened. But it, like and he, you know, he he almost like fucked a uh, uh, what do you call yeah. it? Like, whatever. So like one of those. So all that sort of situation. But you're still like in close quarters. They see you doing weird stuff. They walk in on you in the bathroom because they're trying to fuck with you. Right. That sort of stuff. And so when I tell people that they're like, how are you guys not hooking up? I'm like, it just. We just did it. It was like a weird time. I was young. We were doing fucking weird stuff. We're traveling, you know. So anyways, it's just, it's hard to explain a situation and, sure. unless you like, you live it and then it really is kind of like a unique There's situation. It like, doesn't make sense until you do it. And you're like, well, of course it makes sense. Right, right. Because if I were to, when I'm just telling people like, my friend's getting married on Thursday, da, da, da. But to them, it makes sense because... They've known each other for so long and they mm-hmm. know each other's issues and they're okay with it and they're going to try to make it a love wedding even though uh, it's kind of just on paper for now. But he told me he's like, we're going to try to make it work and uh, we'll see hmm. where we go. So and the other thing too is like, I, I, I don't remember legally, but like, you know, she's kind of like responsible for him for many years, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And they trust each other enough because they've known each other long enough that they both feel comfortable 
or especially her, she feels comfortable, you know, making mm-hmm. that move. So, yeah. you know, I wish him nothing but the best and I'm going to I'm going to drag Blitz to down there to celebrate with them once the the wedding is over. So, it should be interesting. Should be interesting stuff. Oh. Uh, let's take a phone call. Hello, who's this? White Ice Tea. What What's up White Ice Tea? Hey, is your uh is your girl getting paid like for marrying dude so he could stay here? Um I don't know. She's not getting paid. Um no. An honest friend is the guy. Yeah, my friend's the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, your friend's the guy. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, like, because my uncle back in 1988 in New York married some chick from Trinidad <laughs> and got paid, like, 25 grand, and this is in 1988, yeah. and they're still married huh. to this day. And it's, like, they a love nice... thing, or is it just a yeah, paper Yeah, they thing? love each other now. Okay. He only knew her literally for, like, he did it for the 25 grand. And it worked out. And it, it, 1988, what is that, 35 years ago or something yeah, like sure that? Yeah, it sure is. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they they got a nice house on Siesta Key. They're doing Ooh, really well. Okay, well, yeah. And, uh, and, and just <laughs> and as far as for me, me and my wife, we got married 2009, New Year's Eve. Nice. And we went to the courthouse in Sarasota, Yeah. got married, hired a catering, catering company, and had a nice party at my parents crib how many people roughly it was about 50 people okay that's cool it was something that we already knew we were gonna do we were gonna have like the super big church wedding we just went to the courthouse and you'll be surprised how many people get married on new year's eve now why it was oh new year's eve oh for tax stuff yeah Yeah. that's what lummy did or close to it it. was pretty it was pretty neat yeah so i just want to throw that out there but anyway d uh anna you have a dj name uh i'm working on it what? I got one for you. Yeah. Can I give it to you? Please. DJ on the knees. Okay. Thank you. Why did I see There you go. White your, uh, great name. I love it. Yeah, when he said originally. On the knees. On the knees. Yeah, no, we yeah. get it. We get it. Yeah, we, get, we got right. it. Thank you. Right. Hey, White I see. Appreciate it. Take care. All see right, ya. bye. Yeah, when he said, I, I thought at first he said New Year's Day, and I was thinking, why would you like? Why would you not do it the day before? It makes way more sense, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what let me, let me, That's what you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was the thirty first or a couple. It was like no, the 29th. Was 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Something that makes. Like that. I mean, dude, that makes sense though. Like 29th. Like uh, it would be. It would be dumb to wait and do it at the beginning mm-hmm. of the next year. Get like those tax credits. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You get a good amount. Yeah, I briefly mentioned this uh, at the beginning of the show because it. It was exciting to me that I remembered it last night, but the uh, the Ides of March mm-hmm. is today. Um, let me do. I know you're a history buff, but I feel like anything before like World War One, you couldn't give a fuck about. So, I it, mean, obviously, yeah, mm. it, it's it's tough. But I mean, yeah, the Romans the Romans are very interesting. Very uh, right. Very, yes, it's a, it, it was it's, a fascinating time, a fascinating empire, <laughs> and I think Julius Caesar is probably one of my favorite dictators of all time. Hmm. Do you have a favorite dictator, Lummy? I feel like you must. Yes, but I don't really want to mention it because it's Hitler, I, isn't it? That's it, okay. That's okay. But no, because see, now it's even worse because I don't think that he what he did was great, and it may just be the <laughs> you're going to go Empire. on a limb and say that. <laughs> you can really put yourself out there. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I think Blitz understands. Like the German Why Empire, would, okay. the amount of things that they were doing mm. and the ideas that they were coming up with. Changed history. Right, they sure obviously, did. Well, yeah, not yes, those obviously, ideas, but not, yes. not the way mm. that 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 is. What's a your favorite way. thing about Hitler? I know there's so many things. He had like a lot way, of great I, qualities. I like the, the the way that the Germans, uh, the infrastructure, okay, with the roadways, right, the the, 
the, his artwork. The, yeah, he was an artist. Yes, if they yes. just would have fucking let him into art school, yeah, we no could have avoided all this it, bullshit. It would have been totally different. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, like all the different things that he like saw, mm. like the high speed rails and these things in the forties. Okay, that that you know, like that the whole Autobahn. Yeah, pu- I mean, he pulled the, the Germans out of destitution. I think things weren't very good right after World War no, One. So horrible. But I mean, just the, yeah. the planning and and the different things that came after. That whole thing, like obviously, if he wasn't just a complete asshole, dick, mm-hmm. dickhead, yeah, that I mean, German could have been probably, you know, would have been the superpower of the world, yes. And it's such a small country, and I if wouldn't you say small, but well, you know what I mean. I'm sure. saying compared to like the United States Absolutely. or China or Russia, yeah. but I mean, the amount of like uh, the, the planning and power and, and, and yes, and methamphetamine that he was taking right. and, and experience his brain being so far out. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Out there to Mm. think of all these things and having all these smart people. He was really a luminary for his time. Now, wasn't he, Lummy? 
Yes. Okay. Yes, he, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I mean, he did. A, he did a couple of bad things he did, too. He, did some he was bad a vegetarian. Stuff. Did you know that? I think it was mostly for like health issues. But mm. and, um, and he probably did, and he did a lot of infant. You know, infant. he did a lot. He did a lot he of did, ups. He, he did a lot of downs. He may have been a psychopath, but that's neither here nor there. But do you have a favorite dictator of history that you're just like, wow, nailed uh, it? No. No. Oh, come on. Okay. No. I've always talked about my Napoleon. I've always had a thing for Napoleon just because. Motherfucker was. Here's the thing: you really don't hear about men in high positions of power that were fucking short. It's really hard right. to convince a bunch of people, especially other men, that you're a leader when you're five seven and you have a limp. Well, I just think it's odd that he had a Napoleon complex and he was named Napoleon and he was short. Oh my god, the odds of that happening are just astounding. <laughs> no, the motherfucker had like one leg that was longer than the other, so he right. walked with a hobble. Yeah. He was five foot seven, uh, you know, depending on what foot he was standing on, and uh, he just he he ruled with an iron fist. And um, my favorite. Story story about him is how he was ousted out of power and then just decides to come back and it was it was called like the hundred days or something like that and he just marched back in and it was a bloodless coup whoever was in charge at the time maybe it was like some henry the 18th or something he just fucking left and napoleon took over for a hundred days until he was expelled to helena which is a, a an island off the coast of africa until he died six years later but just an incredible story of a man who just had a gift mm-hmm. you know and julius caesar was a man who had a fucking gift yeah he really was truly an, an incredible uh, I, I think he was the one that transformed Rome from a republic into an, an empire, I think, was and under Julius Caesar's rule. And, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I don't remember, you know, all as much as I would like to from the documentaries that the we birds. watched together. Yeah. But um, yeah, the fucking birds, dude. And every, <laughs> the birds. Every every scene was just like a stock. Uh, every transition like showed the city and then like a group of birds flying around. And it was just the same image over and over again. Yeah. I'm like, you're not fooling anyone. But I think under Julius Caesar, the the size of the Roman Empire, Republic to Empire, um, grew three x. Mm-hmm. Like it was something insane. So you got to give you got to give props where props are due. I'm a big fan of Julius Caesar. Big fan of Genghis Khan, especially people who come from like being peasants, like yeah. people like Mao Zedong who had nothing, just like a fucking peasant in China with fucking nothing and then becomes like one of the most influential dictators of all time. Like it's, although it's horrific, it's impressive. You know what I mean? Like Hitler. It's like, it's horrific, but you're like, oh my God, how did you get that done? I want to explain something too about the Hitler. Why you love Hitler so much? Go ahead. No, 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 that's not it. I guess you could say it's the infatuation with the whole World War II because technically during that era, they came up with so many like, like you know, like they came up with the jet, uh, like right, the jet engine. Yeah, and dumbass Hitler said, "Nah, let's not work on that. Yes, no one cares yeah, about that." Yeah, let's go. that is true too. He said, "Let's let's uh, put our efforts to other ways." But and they the came up planes. with ra- radar and uh, different medicines. Yeah, there was the the time itself was cool, correct? Because it's of all the technology. Yes. And, I, it's and an that, interesting and that time. Part, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying because technically. But technically, if you think about it on the outside, if Hitler didn't do that, we probably would have been 10, 15, 20 years later down the road without those things yeah. being invented. Yeah. Mm. So it, it changed the world, obviously, but it also changed the world that we got. Like, I think even the computer was uh, like started up during that time, too. Yeah. Yeah. See? Mm. So a lot of things happened during that time. Right. Yeah, it did. 
Now, do you have a reference? Are there other like points in history, Lummy, that intrigue you, or is it really only just Europe, World War II? I like the Japanese. With an American. I, like the, I like the Asian. Uh, you like the Asian? The, okay. With the, with the, with the, uh, he likes the Asian he part likes of the World Asian. War II. Okay. Yeah, we're, right, we're but it's all about islands. World War II for the you. Different I, islands. Like, well, no, I like Vietnam. I like, uh, he likes Vietnam. He likes Vietnam. Korea, Korea. Okay. Okay. You know, no, like, and I, I agree. So, like, the the World War II, and not even the wars, it's just the time, time it frame. happened and, like, all the technology because of the wars. Okay. Like, I agree with that. Like, I find that all fascinating. And you kind of just break it down and just see, like, where it went wrong. Sure. And, like, who was, you know, taking different things and how, you know, the U.S. was involved before they were involved. And- right. And there's also a reference point because our grandparents' generation, like, my grandparents were in the war. They were part of the war effort. So growing up, there was a reference point for, like, yeah, I remember that. It was, like, of recent memory in society where there were people who had lived through it. Many of them are dead now. But, you know, when we were kids and grandmas were in their 60s, the war wasn't that long ago. So yeah. I think that that's also a reason why people are are interested by it. But I don't know. I, I think but, that. But, yeah, the, go ahead. Well, the, infer- the interesting thing. Sorry. To cut, no, 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 please. But like, you know, like Japan. Yeah. Small island. Yeah. Superpower. You yeah. Know what I mean, that you don't think of it. Just like Germany. Yeah. Germany mm-hmm. is obviously was large. Size wise. Yeah. Size wise. Yeah. Like. They were both dominating that time. Yeah. Germany was coming up. Or, uh, Germany was coming up with a lot of things. Japan was coming up with a lot of things. And there was a lot of things I mean, Japan, Japan dominated that area for a long time. Yeah, but, but it's such a small area. Yeah, yeah it's And impressive. then they were doing all these secret things that you later find out, like the balloon, you know, with the bombs mm. and, yep. and all these things that didn't work. But if they would have worked, you know what I mean? Like, so you just start thinking sure. about that and how many, like, the, when the Germans were sending the submarines over and Germans were on, mm-hmm. you know, infiltrating our cities and getting into all those different things. I mean, you just keep finding out more, and it's just so interesting to yeah. you know, see how close it's, that technically we could have been yeah. fucked. It's, like, impressive, not necessarily in a good way, but it's yeah. still impressive. Oh, and, and no doubt. We were so close to almost collapsing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, if, if one or two things would have just, like, if, if, if Hitler didn't try to invade uh, Russia, Russia yep. correct, in, in the winter. What what could have happened? Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because, like I said, I've been I've been trying to learn a lot about China, especially within the last hundred years and Mao Zedong. Because before the last couple weeks, I just knew that he was like a communist leader. I really didn't know anything about his life or why he got started or you know what exactly he proposed and how many people he was responsible for killing and all that sort of stuff. But much like you said about Hitler, you know, people like Stalin or Churchill or FDR, but especially people who who ran autocratic nations and were able to convince millions of people to either turn in their neighbor or kill six million Jews or send, you know, 20 million people to the gulags or whatever. The fact that you were able to, you know, co-opt the minds of the people around you and scare them so, so intensely into... um constant fear of being killed or being exiled or being put in in political prison or something like that is is impressive and the fact that like it was just one man you know obviously if everyone defected there's no way that there would be like with xi jinping like i've i've heard some people say that he's pretty much like the most 
he's wielded the most powerful, the most power of any dictator that ever lived. Like, I don't know how, how true that is, but the immense um, control that that man has over the country and how he doesn't have like the people around him only feed him good news because he gets very mad if he hears anything bad. And everyone is so afraid of him that they don't want to tell him anything that he doesn't want to hear. Um, it's just it's impressive because it's it seriously is just one man. Now, I understand that there's like a hierarchy. You know, he has guys that has guys that have guys that have guys that are, you know, that's kind of how you build this fear complex is like my immediate boss is going to kick your ass. My immediate boss, like obviously Xi Jinping isn't going door to door, like ripping people out of their homes because of COVID. He has guys that do that. So um, it's just interesting how, you know, the, the power dynamic and the power structure exists. And, and it's something that seems to repeat, obviously, you know, with Putin or Xi Jinping or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. I find it very, I find it fascinating. Eight one three ninety Bubba, but I would have to say Julius Caesar is certainly up there when it comes to when it comes to favorite dictators, and just the I, th- I guess with any with any with any dictator or person who's an autocrat in power. And I remember when we were watching that the Roman what was it called just the Roman Empire. It's like a three part uh, docu series, but it's 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 well done, it's well produced, and I did learn a lot. But there was this, it was so funny because it was this juxtaposition, if you will, between wanting to acquire as much power as you could. But as soon as you hit like a certain peak, as soon as, soon as you started getting in positions of real power, then everybody was after you. So then you became paranoid and you, and you couldn't trust the people around you and everyone was trying to kill you and take your power. And then that person would take power and then they would have a swivel, you know, their head on a swivel constantly because they were afraid that they were going to get assassinated. So... Mm. Interesting, interesting stuff. We also have some good news coming out of the uh, the Catholic Church. This is something crazy, and I know, Lummy, you are our, our biblical scholar here. Pope Francis calls Catholic Church's ban on priests having sex temporary, opening door to review of thousand-year-old celibacy rules. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Riddle me this. And I kind of made this statement last night before bedtime and Blitz said that, you know, it it possibly wouldn't work. Do you think that allowing priests to have sexual intercourse with hopefully adults, do you think that that would solve the problem or is it something that's a lot more sinister than than priests not being able to have sex with other adults, be they men or women, but probably women because it's the Catholic Church. But do you think that this is just something that wouldn't help the situation because they really want to fuck little boys? I mean, I... Hmm. Go ahead. She asked you, Anna. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I think that it might have been a... Maybe recently. Okay. I... I, I think it's kind of where some the, the pedophiles kind of go hmm. you know they may not believe in you know right. the bible and whatever but it, they just see it as kind of like a breeding ground interesting and yeah. they go there but here's my thing is you asked would it help at all and i i think yes okay i don't know how much but like look even if it helps a little bit like cool. yeah, yeah exactly if it helps a little bit it, it will but i and i also think that it might get you know different type of priests than there hmm. yeah you know, that, yeah, it might of, get more like predatory people because, like, it's already predatory. No, 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 but like in a good way. Well, what? no, not in a good way. But <laughs> what like, are you saying because like well, you mean in a better way <laughs> over, over eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, over well, 18. yeah, yes, yes, over eighteen is what I meant. But like, it'll open it up for like that's okay, and then oh, 
I just, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if this is going to help solve the situation or just open up the door to, to because like if, the, if you problems. tell, if you tell a priest your secrets as like a female, mm. then like they might use that against you to like get. Oh, you mean if like sex. Janice comes in and's like, I'm a huge whore and I bang a guy because I'm addicted to dick. Yeah. And then she, he's like, well, let me see you in the bathroom in five minutes. Right. And, yeah. Cause it's like, okay now. And then you like bless but her guess, right after. But I guess like still it's. Still not okay until marriage, though, right, right? Sex before me, yeah, I would assume Correct, so. Yeah. But okay, even well. that, even if you're, you know, holding it over these these women, hopefully they would be adult women <clears throat> over their head. I think that would certainly be better than than fucking little eight year old Johnny. I, I agree. You know, I agree. So even hmm. if it helps a little bit, like it still helps. Yeah, I don't know if it's really going to alleviate the issues because here's the thing, like, and not that I've been studying the Catholic Church because I, I really have no interest in, uh, you know, the fairy tale aspect of things. But in terms of, and here's the thing, to give, I'm not trying to defend the Catholic Church by any means, but they, they're not the only group of people where pedophilia exists. And But it just seems to be such a pervasive, pro, it's like their thing, you know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. a few bad apples. Of course, there's rabbis that, you know, touch kids. Of course, there's pastors or or uh, other sorts of monks, maybe. But it just seems like the Catholic Church, it's their thing. And and the problem is, is that when they find out about it, they don't just, like, they don't, they don't subject them to punishment. They just seem to send them somewhere else where they can go and molest other kids somewhere else. So that seems to be the, the main issue. But I, I instead of just trying to say, well, you know, they're bad and this and that. What I'm interested in is like, why is it such a pervasive issue? And a lot of people said that it's because the priests can't have sex, but I feel like it's not that. Because then wouldn't they just try to have sex with women? Yeah. Or or would that, you know, or the mm. women have more agency because they're adults. And Probably. then they, so they're just like, well, you can't do that. I, I have a husband, whatever. So an eight-year-old boy is an easier target. It should just be interesting if they were to open that door Literally and figuratively for the priests to have sex with, you know, I'm assuming adult women, um, you know, I, w- I would hope that it would kind of alleviate some of the, uh, you know, fucking little boy syndrome. So. Yeah. Look, mm. anything's better than not helping at all. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, hi, who's this? Hi, this is Maria. What's Mar- Maria from Guatemala? Yes. Yes. What's up? I know you're not talking about it anymore, but just so you know, for your friend, it takes longer than a year. Yeah, I just finished my process. It took like five years for it to be done. To be a like a citizen or to have your green card? Because he's to be like a citizen. To get right, he's not. Card, yeah, he's just looking for the green card. Quick, it's quick. Yeah, but the green card, he's gonna get a two-year green card, which uh, uh is like um, before he gets the ten-year green card, he's gonna have two years, and after two years, he's gotta prove that he's still with her. Yeah. To get a after two years, card. okay. Yeah, so it's at least two years for the green card. Okay. Because I I, I know it was like, I want to say five or seven years, like the person that sponsors you is like kind of responsible. Five years. Okay. Yeah, he was talking about eight to to 12 months for the processing of a, um, like a temporary green card. The two-year one. Yeah. Well, you get, first you get like a pink card. It's not a green card that just allows you to travel and work, and then you get a green card which is only for two years and then oh, you okay. have to go back and prove that you're still together pictures and mm-hmm. everything that you do together right bank accounts in common taxes in common and then you get a 10-year green card 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I get, you know, he's in it for the long haul, I guess, which I'm excited about. Oh, like, I, I, you know, he's a good friend. I'm yeah. glad he's around, but also it just, I hope it goes well. <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah. It, it takes longer than that. Okay. I just finished mine. It, but mine, it was, the lawyer said, he surprised it was kind of quick because it only took like less than five years for me to get serious and shit. Oh, wow. So Incredible. I'm done. You're wow. done. Yeah. You are an American citizen. Now, did you lose your Guatemalan citizenship or you didn't or who cares? I don't know yet, okay. but I'm thinking uh-huh. to find out because election day is in June, and I'm going to go out there and try to vote. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. Excellent. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. You you, okay. you gave us some insight right, on the deal. You. Yep. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. Uh, hello. Who's this? Hey, it's Scott. How are you doing? What's up, Scott? Hey, quick question for Blitz. Yeah. The fun and sun that's coming up. Yes. Is there a better day, like like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is there like a, what's the best day to go? Or they do the same show? They do day? different stuff every day. The Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday are like the two busiest days. Saturday is like the busiest day. Are the, when are the Blue Angels going to be there? I believe Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, all three days? Yeah, okay. may, maybe even Thursday. I'm not totally sure. I just saw the sign for it. I just, man, I knew I could ask you, and I figured you'd know, man. Yeah, I and I believe, it, man. I believe Wednesday they do the night show, which is really cool. But, I mean, you, you know, you're going to want to see the main stuff. You know, probably, I, I would either go, if you're going to go just one day, Friday or Saturday. All right. Thanks. You got it. Y'all keep up the good work. All right. All right. I appreciate you. Do, do they, where do they land? Like, where do they stay? At the airport. Like, what, Lakeland? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that runway was big enough for them. Oh, yeah. It's a big runway. Oh, okay. Giant. Because I, I was like, man, I can't imagine they would obviously fly back to Pensacola area. No, because it's no, no, no. They stay here, and it's the like it's the main Amazon hub for the area now. Lakeland is. Oh yeah. Did they just like redo it? No. Oh wow. They've got a bunch of big hangars now. They oh. added a bunch of hangars. The, the runway is still super long. Oh okay. Oh wow. I did not know that. I thought Lakeland was always like a small airport. Mm-mm. Mm. That's big. It's real big. It's real big. Yeah. Um, busiest airport in the world that week. Oh, that week. Nice. Uh, I do want to cover this before we head out because I think this is the this is the only cool thing from like having a lame job where you just like work at home. And, and I, I I shouldn't say lame because but here's the thing. Like, do you think you could ever really be passionate about a job where you were just working for a company like in your living room? I don't know. I, and here's the thing. Uh, those people are making probably way more than me. So they're just yeah. like, fuck you, Anna. Like, I'm making way more than you. But also, it's like, they just, they probably, it's probably not something that really gives them so much fulfillment and joy right. like this job does. But the good thing about those jobs, and this is something that has kind of skyrocketed since the, uh, since the pandemic, is something that they're calling digital nomads. So essentially, you know, they're this, I, it was a CBS News article, so they interviewed this girl who used to work for some sort of whatever company in San Diego, and she's like, you know what? I'm working from home remotely 100%. I'm going to go fucking work from home in Portugal. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So she just up and left, and it's way more affordable in other places in the, around the globe. A lot of people in Bangkok, a lot of people in Portugal, in Lisbon. So she moved to Lisbon and she is working on California time. Mm-hmm. So she has like the whole day to herself to like 3.30 and then she works 3.30 to 11.30 every day. Um, yeah. I even know someone who like <laughs> they either get up or they'll do it after their lunch, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And they like go to their beach with their laptop. Yeah, that's what she was doing. She was surfing yeah. every day, yeah. working in the sun. And to be honest with you, that seems so fucking cool. 
to yeah. me to be able to just get up and go because, again, who cares? Or people, they'll do like do the RV need. life deal. Like they'll get an RV and just start traveling. Yes. And then like just they park for a day, do their work, and then they can stay there for a week or two, do whatever they need to do, and then they're up and gone again. Yeah, as long as you have a computer and some reliable Wi-Fi, you can pretty mm-hmm. much work wherever. So that's the only part of you know this job where I'm like, man, is the fact that I wouldn't be able to do that. But I'm grateful that I can't do that because I do, I think that working with other people, even if it's like in a cubicle setting, is better than working at home. Now, a lot of people who are working from home, you know, doing exactly that are saying, fuck you, Anna. Like, I'm saving so much time when it comes to the commute, mostly the death of the commute, which is great. And they don't have to get dressed. They don't have to. There's so many time savers with not going to the office. But I do think that just working from home day in and day out with without a change of scenery, with that blending of home life and work life, it would rot my brain it personally. Yeah, I think like it's also nice, though, if you have a kid, especially a younger kid, like you get to be home with them, even if there's like someone there to take care of them, like you're still there around and they Absolutely. see you. And stuff. Yeah, like that'd be great. No, I, yeah. s- I understand the convenience and the uh, the appeal of it, no doubt. Oh, yeah, OK, but I just think that. No, especially if you don't have kids, like it's just you and you live alone. Yeah. How, the, how the fuck are you supposed to have like team synergy yeah. or make friends or or if you're single and it's like most people, if they don't meet on an app, like they're meeting people through their job as mm-hmm. an adult, whether it be girlfriends, boyfriends, just colleagues making connections. It's, it's a lot better. You're going to have a lot stronger bond with someone when you know them in person versus if they're just some avatar on your computer. Yeah. So, again, I I, I kind of wish that I could travel a little bit more than I do and some long-term traveling, like kind of what I what I did when I was in Australia where I was able to kind of post up for a bit. Sure. And kind of understand the lay of the land and, and, and like really live somewhere else and understand the people that live there versus just, you know, going for a weekend. You're not really going to get a, a feel of any place, but... Let me, do you have any like crazy vacation spots that you'd like to check out at some point? You mean like outside of what I've already done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would like to actually kind of go to uh, probably some of the different Caribbean islands. Uh, okay. The ones I haven't been to. Mm-hmm. All right. All the ones that start with Saint. With Saint? Saint Thomas. Oh, Saint Lucia. Yeah, okay. Saint, all those kind of things. I think that would be really cool. Okay. Like, but to live though, or? Uh, no. It's, no. Uh, no. No, to visit. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like Not if you were Florida. to live some, I know you like Florida, but like politics aside, you know, say you weren't just going to get beheaded, you know, would you like to check out, you know, Kabul or, you know, Saudi Arabia, something like that? Just check it out, get the lay of the land. And if I wasn't such a pussy on flying, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I if I could like guarantee I'd be safe, it'd be cool to check out. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go there. I know you've got your eye on Japan. Yes. Is that mostly just because of the technology and? It's just, it like seems like a cool culture. Right. I, just, I, you know, just, I would just want to go check it out. Yeah. I feel like you've already been there because you watched that guy who, <laughs> what's his deal? Explain to the I people. I don't know. He just like, he goes into these weird hotels. Like they have weird hotels there. He doesn't show his face. He just kind of films what he's doing. Yeah. And they have like little, everything's they little have, like, and container organized. container hotels and capsule <laughs> hotels where like literally it's like a like little locker you basically mm. rent for the night. It's, it's, it's yeah. like interesting. Right. Right. And I've I've heard that from people who've traveled all over. They're like, Japan is just a fucking weird place. Yeah, I just want to go check it out. It seems cool. Yeah, yeah. People are going to probably give you a lot of stares because you're so tall. Yeah. Um, I used to have a dance teacher who was this like big buff black guy. Mm-hmm. And he, he was touring there for like, he would perform with like Disney. And he said that kids would 
come up to him and be like, can I feel your muscles? Because they like <laughs> thought he was made out of plastic because they'd never seen, A, someone so buff and someone black. So yeah, they were yeah. very, you know, so he intrigued. Got, he got a lot of pussy. Well, he was gay, so hopefully he got a lot of dick. Okay, you know, he got a lot yeah. Of dick. yeah, hopefully, okay, hopefully he got a lot of dick. All right, yep. sports show up next. Oh, it sure is. I forgot about that. I'm sorry, Lummy. Yes, sports show is oh, it? Oh, come on! I thought you were a number one fan. I, I, I you, no one loves sports more than me. You I know. know that. You are going to get on your phone when you leave here and listen to it every I know you fucking are. minute. Now I know it's you. It's Red. Will we be seeing Babyface? Uh, That's a no. Red, what say you? Is is Babyface coming? I have a told Jerry's Brett, out. That, uh, okay. Yeah, Jerry is out. Uh, it's a 50-50 shot. Uh, we'll see Tune what happens. Tune in to see. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.